and uh, hello and welcome to the show. We're going to bring Maz on. There she is. I nearly said it in all her glory then. And uh, Grant as well, who's back inside after his very windy out the front of the house job oh, yesterday. For the, uh, yeah, you, you made me do it. <laughs> I know, but it was nice though. It made a difference. That's why I'm back out here again today because it's such a... It, it, it makes different. It always gives a different ambience. It does. <laughs> I don't know where Mister Linton is. He's probably just finishing up his other show, and then he's got his new one uh, at one p.m. So I suppose he's prepping for that. But he'll be in. I'm sure he'll be in. Um, so we've got we've got a, a few topics we want to talk about today. Uh, we're trying to get some more comments in from our viewers and listeners. Here comes Mark, and uh, thanks for turning up, mate. You all right? <laughs> I'm good, good. No. Jolly good. Looking at his fan. So, if you've got comments, don't forget go to the small business support group page. It's there. That's where the comments will come on screen. If you can put them on. Obviously, if you're watching on a watch party, you know, thank you very much for doing that. But obviously, to get the page, the the, the questions on screen, you need to go to the main hub and the main page to get them up there. So, what are we talking about today, Maz? What have you got to talk about? I will speak about um, a former conservative party leader who has questioned the two-meter social distancing rule. Ooh. Mm, okay. Uh, Mark, what have we got on your agenda today? Yeah, well, we're talking about, well, I'm talking about the app, uh, the tracking side of things, and obviously the data breach that has happened before we've even launched the app. Uh, oh, I didn't know about that, actually. And uh, Grant, you are... I'd talk like to talk about holidays. Holidays. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. As soon as the weather's out, yeah. the Swiss sunny, let's talk about what we're going to do about our holidays. That's uh, that's that's something great to... I'm very relaxed and chilled and laid back today. I, you I sound like you've got your, your late-night DJ radio. I know, it does, it? <laughs> it does You're, You're listening to The Love Line on... <laughs> anyway, sorry. Special <laughs> requests to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I have to apologise. Maz, do you want to lead the way on this then? Good morning to you. Oh, I've got you. <laughs> Every time, every time. I'm sorry. Are you are you trying to give me a message here? I'm sorry, every day I press that button, and I don't do it to anybody else. I really apologise. Anyway, Maz, take it away. Okay, so as I said, I was going to talk about the former Conservative Party leader who's called on the Prime Minister to reconsider the two meter social distancing rule. Um, don't know if many people have heard of him. His name is Ian Duncan. And he said that he would, uh, he's actually put in um, that he wants to relax the measures because it would allow more people into venues and the hospitality industry, you know, like pubs and restaurants, because then tables could be moved closer together in restaurants and pubs, and that could allow for more people at the bar. And the hotels will then be able to increase the number of visitors and it will all help to drive the profits and kickstart their businesses. Because if they work on one third or, or one fourth, they won't be able to recuperate their costs. So I looked into it a bit more. And currently, the World Health Organization, they actually recommend only a one meter distance. So I went onto the website and the reason for this um, is, and they say this on their website, is that when somebody coughs or sneeze, or sneezes, or speaks. They spray these small liquid droplets from their nose or mouth, which may contain the virus. 
And if you're too close, you can breathe in these droplets, including the COVID-19 virus, if the person does have the virus. And then I looked at where we got the two meter rule from. And apparently, if you look at research, it dates back to the 1930s that showed droplets of liquid from coughs or sneezes would land within a one or two meter range. They're not sure. I mean, to me, it doesn't make any sense because I tried to find out where this ruling has come from. Because if you can smell someone's cologne, perfume, sweat, vape, I don't know, cooking dinner down the road or the curry from the takeaway up the street, then actually you'll know that air circulates much wider than the two meters. Also, on a crisp winter morning, just look at how far people's breath vapor travels. I mean, just think of all the touching that we do, door handles, railings, card machines, you know, and imagine how many people have touched them before. They could have actually gone to the toilet and not washed their hands, or and then we're using the same hands to touch our face and we could be putting all sorts of germs into our mouth and eyes. I mean, take for example, when we go shopping at the moment, we stand roughly two meters away from each other outside the store. But once we go in, we're actually brisking past people. We're walking near them again. And then it's something that we spoke about the other day. Look at the congestion in the morning at peak times we've seen on the tube trains lately. And people are certainly not able to social distance on these tubes. And the number of COVID-19 hasn't gone up in London. Apparently, um, the news is that the virus has dropped in London. And from the beginning, it's been made into this golden rule and everything else has been dismissed, like wearing masks outside the house. If you look at other European countries, They've gone for smaller distances, but a stronger push on wearing masks and gloves. You know, some have said you have, they've made it mandatory actually. And we all know that the science says that masks make very little medical difference other than to stop someone with the virus from spreading it. But they do seem to have a placebo effect giving emotional reassurance and a willingness to move forward. I mean, those countries now that have schools reopening with minimal fuss, people back to work and their economies building back up. I mean, we're not going anywhere fast because this magic two meter rule, but no mask attitude is making it really impossible. I mean, the government have been very successful in capital letters, scaring the daylight out of people, you know, their problem now is getting the level of fear down and creating a situation where we can all return to normal. I mean, all this distancing is turning people against each other. Some people, and I've seen this where I've gone and I'm not having the two meter rule, you know, they practically jump away like Olympic sprinters. And if you get anywhere near them, you know, they either kick off or I'm sure that they think just passing someone in the street can transmit the virus to you. And, you know, words like social distancing, unprecedented, and the new normal, I think really now need to be banned. And it's all about common sense. Over to you guys. Well, I think obviously we've touched on the um, 
the mask situation several times over the past few weeks uh, and also within our WhatsApp group. Um, so yeah. I, yeah. I think the, I think the, uh, I think the, what's, uh, the, uh, I didn't the catch mask, that. Didn't you catch that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was last night. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything bad or good yeah. about wearing a mask. I think you should wear a mask if you can. I would wear a mask if I've got some on order, as I've said. They'll be here in the next week. They're from Wish, so they'll be here in about 10 days. But, um, yeah, I think I think we need to wear them. What, what, Mark, what do you think? I know you've got, you're quite, uh, got a good uh, point on this. I think it is about this whole issue that um, you're wearing a mask, and as Mask says, it's a comforting for those that you're passing by that you're wearing a mask. As to protecting yourself, there is no scientific no, but surely if you've got a mask and you've got some kind of droplet, which is a liquid droplet in the air, the mask is going to – isn't there a chance of it just hitting the mask before it gets it to you? I mean, I, I know yes, we need, we're not doctors, but – My point here, Matt, is this. What if we were doctors? I'm like freezing or something. The, 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 the point here is this. Mm-hmm. You wear the mask – you are obviously uh, not necessarily infected, but if you touch something that is, you touch the mask, which we always do, we all go to our face, you're going to reinfect yourself because you're constantly checking the mask is okay, is it fitted, all the rest of it, without washing your hands in the public uh, place. Uh, children have to start wearing masks. They're going to get more infected as well because we are going to be constantly... That that's, that's true, but and yet, we're sort of... We'll be touching all over the place. But we're sort of following the rest of the world on this. And we we can't pick and choose what we want to do in this country. We either follow what the rest of the world is doing or not. Now, is everybody standing up and saying, school is going to go back? I don't don't get it because we're not allowed out of the country. And we've also... It's not the point I was trying to it's not so the point you're trying to make. We don't have to follow what Europe's doing. We don't have to follow what other countries are doing. We can be autonomous with this. If the World Health Organization sit there, and that's a guideline, if they sit there and say, wear masks, then yes, we should. That, that's, that's true. But, but actually yeah. going on masks. Is, is, is he not listening? I'm trying to come back to you, Mark. Uh, that, that We're following other countries in the world regarding schooling. Because every time someone mentions a school, yourself, Mark, starts blurting out different countries that are going back to school and all that. So we are literally following other countries in the world. And those other countries in the world are wearing masks. So you can't just decide. You can't just pick and choose the bits that you want out of this pandemic. Tell me what countries. List those countries that wear masks right now. I haven't got that data in front of me, so I can't say. But I I do know... It is. France is one as well as recommended. Yeah, and the recommendation is to go into closed areas to wear a mask. I get that. But they're also telling us to get fresh air. You start wearing masks in the park. Where's that going to help you? It's it's a filter. It's not like it's stopping you breathing. I've I've actually, uh, I've got something to add to this, guys, because I did did watch the news yesterday, uh, yesterday morning. I'm trying to get a little bit more informed so i can uh, assist in the debate and they had four <laughs> scientists on uh i don't know whether it was bbc or itv yesterday morning i think it might have been itv four scientists all debating the masks 
whether they're good or bad and they all had a different opinion so if four scientists qualified scientists have differing opinion about whether a mask is good or not what hope have we got <laughs> we do have a major problem here and and, and, and i'm not trying to stick in uh, you know the knife in on mark there because it, it was just, i know i do apologize it was me just trying to make a point that I, you know you can you could very easily swear here couldn't you and just say no one's got an effing clue you know no one's got any idea every country's just doing what they want to do and what they think and just getting away and it's that's it Sorry, I tell you what, Matt. I I just got to tell you this quickly because I think go on. So it really made me laugh. You know, obviously we've got one person on our WhatsApp group who's a huge advocate for masks. <laughs> uh, and as somebody pointed out to me, if you're in a lift with somebody wearing a sensible pair of briefs and a tight pair of jeans, and they uh, break wind, you can smell that nice as you like. Uh, the, and if denim <laughs> and a pair of pants can't stop the smell of somebody breaking wind. How is it supposed to stop COVID nineteen? <laughs> it's that is that is very true. It, except you could get into the technical side of things that it's a that's a vapor and it's not a liquid. But blah 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 blah, whatever you want. Matt. What my my point I'm trying to say. Let me just finish, Maz, because I'm 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 quite I'm quite angry at this. Is that we and it's I've just heard it from uh, my wife in the kitchen, which I'll come on into a second. No one's got a clue. No one's got an idea. All we're trying to do is the best way possible. And it's yeah. when people start saying, you need to do this, you need to do that, because so-and-so's doing it and so-and-so's doing it. Well, that's great, but they're doing it because they realistically they don't know what they're doing. They've just fallen onto it and thought it's working for them. Schools, let's get this, right? We, we, we've just had an email. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know if Grant, Grant, no, Grant wouldn't have had one. Oh, you might, might have. Um, from Arden School to say that there's no exams for sixth formers. Uh, and uh, we don't know, even know if we're back in on the 1st of June because no, the government have told us nothing, absolutely nothing. Tina works in the school. She's supposed to start back in less than two weeks now. Nothing. No instructions from government at all. Do we start? Don't we start? We haven't even formed the kids if we're starting. Well, that's so, what that is, Matt. We were told categorically yeah. yesterday by Arden that, that we're not going back to school. Oh, right. Okay. All right. The, the, the reply for the sixth form is they have, they have no idea. Well, that, the, was in, the actual, that was in the email. Um, my, my daughter's in year 10, and right. she, she's not going back. That's what they've told her. Okay. Well, there's a bit of positive Until information September. there. So Until September. September. Mm -hmm. What year is that? That's not, is that six, that's not six form, is it 10? That's just... No. I don't know the numbers. It's like, the old fourth year. We would have been in the fourth year then. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah, that's the year great. before GCSEs. So that, that school has sort of said... Well, so sixth form and main school aren't communicating, but let's not get into that bit then. So, well, it, it Maz talked about it yesterday, um, and, yeah. and we had, we had the same thing. You know, we were we were told uh, after just after yesterday's meeting, actually, I found out about this, um, which you know, I, I don't know. The whole thing confuses me um, because you know the thing that the thing that um, the our government has told us to do is to use common sense. That's that's, that's the right. overriding. Um, and yet, there seems to be a massive lack of common sense coming from <laughs> coming from, from the government. authority, just in terms of helping <laughs> helping us uh, get our way around this. You know, now there's such a lot of paranoia. I mean, you know, we, we had a little bit of a ding dong on the WhatsApp last night between certain members of our of our of our WhatsApp group that that sort of coming back to this, don't you, Mark? Um, 
yeah uh, and and well it was it was it was really funny wasn't it let's face it um <laughs> and it was mostly around the, the whole thing about masks now you know the 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 i think the one thing that i really liked uh, that um that i just want to pick up that maz said earlier is the, this placebo effect you know yeah. that the mask has now if you're wearing masks and it's it's a visual sign that you actually are paying attention and you're staying alert <laughs> you know it's a kind of it's a way of demonstrating that there's a problem and we're trying to address it and i think you know from from the bits of science that i've picked up on and the way that the scientists seem to be arguing about the effectiveness or ma masks or not surely it just makes sense to wear a mask because we don't know so we may as well err on the side of caution and give that visual demonstration that we're trying to make an effort um, because surely that then gives us the ability to be more confident about getting on with life and, and getting back. What we do know is that, that for the majority of people that are healthy, got a strong immune system and aren't, you know, um, aren't get, getting on a bit, um, uh, they, their risk is minute, is minute. Surely it would make common sense for people that fit into that category to actually crack on, keep keep getting on with what they do, and the ones that don't fall into that category, the the ones that are at risk, to quarantine themselves and and isolate so that we can get the economy back up and cooking. Because for me now, uh, looking at the the way the stats are going, the biggest issue that we've got right now is the economy, and that's a much bigger issue than than COVID nineteen, uh, in per, both terms of people's mental health, physical health. The, the death rate and everything else that that seems to me to be the to, to outweigh the problems that COVID-19 are causing and and if I'm being brutally honest looking at it that always seems to have been the case for me um I you know it, it, it always seems to have been the case so we've got to use whatever we can to get back to normality or get back to a new normal and if wearing masks makes feel, people feel more comfortable and regardless of the science Let's just do that and crack on. <laughs> Let's just do that. Or wear a badge. I'm staying safe. Just wear a badge saying I'm staying safe. Yeah. Maz, go on. I was going to say, Grant, totally agree with you. I mean, if, if the government is saying wear masks when you go out, then I'm all for it. Of course, I'm going to wear it. I know that Mark has said, where, which, which country um, have they made it mandatory? Well, wearing surgical masks is actually compulsory in the Czech Republic. Every citizen has to wear a surgical mask by law throughout. Obviously, they've done it in the pandemic. And also, I think it's in Austria, um, masks are also recommended for preventing the spread of virus. But then last Wednesday, the country actually banned anybody from going into a supermarket without a mask. And if you take it off in the supermarket, you're out. And then sure. you've got Germany. I think it's the eastern city called Jena. That became the first in Germany to introduce um, compulsory face masks, again, for shoppers. But yet, if you go to the other side, which is Berlin, and this is what I mean, it's so many mixed messages which confuse you. Berlin has warned that masks could contribute to a false sense of security. And then you've got New Zealand, and the Ministry of Health there have actually said, um, they've said to the public to adhere to basic hygiene, you know, for God's sake, you know, that includes washing your hands, which is like you've said, common sense with soap and water. When you're coughing and sneezing, do it in a tissue or, or the elbow if you don't have a tissue. 
and stay at home if you're ill and clean your surfaces regularly. I mean, come on, people. It is just common sense. It is. And it, they've said that you should be washing your hands six to seven times a day. That's the yeah. recommended times to put. Don't you don't people do that anyway? I'm sort of a bit of a clean freak. I I wash it more than that. It's just weird. So let's move on from this mask debate, uh, which <laughs> so we don't have to mention uh, the WhatsApp group again. Uh, and let's go over to the tracking app, which Mark wants to talk about. Or is it the yeah. tracing app, or is it tra track and trace? Isn't it? Yeah, track and trace. Yeah, I, it's um, on the news this morning. Secro uh, is a company who has been given. The um, given the rights to train and bring on uh, health professionals to recruit these people to obviously track what we're doing. But then they inadvertently sent out an email rather than blind copying everyone in or even using an email system, they simply said uh, to everyone, CC'd their contact details with their personal email addresses and data on. Now, it, it needs to be said here, it's not patients' details that were shared, but people who are going to be working for the organization. But at the same time, huge data breach. Uh, and that means what confidence do we have in organizations like this when this app, which is needed, comes to fore? When are we going to be in a position when we say, right, okay, I want to download this app, but are my details safe, especially with my personal, in with unscrupulous individuals, spare at a time when we are most vulnerable to cyber attacks because we're concentrating on COVID-19. The other thing that I wanted to suggest here is people are talking about their civil rights being invaded and that they wouldn't download the app. So how effective would it be? As you've frozen? Announcement yep. when they were doing yeah, when I'm here. When we were doing our briefings, they turned around and said, um, we're tracking the information and presented that information using um, Apple. So why is it that we're having to design our own apps? We've talked about this, Grant's talked about this, when most of the information is already there with your providers, such as Android and Apple have that information. So we're now looking to use a third party. If this is going to be successful, we need to know that it's safe to download the information and our information is safe and how effective it will be to get the country going. Well, I mean, I mentioned the tracing app, or the, the, the Google and Apple app, uh, right at the start of this because they, they, they said that's what they were developing. Um, so, and I, it, it, I'm just correct, just just correct me if I'm wrong, so the UK government haven't gone into partnership at all, have they, with uh, Apple and Google? No. 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 So, yeah, so they've developed, the, 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 developed themselves, and there are errors in it already, on the, on the Isle of Wight where they've been trialling it, there are some errors in there. Um, so, I don't know, we got, should we be concentrating on this? Should we be looking at the at the injection, or looking at how to cure it? I don't, I'm not sure. Maz, what do you think? I think um, looking at it from a science point of view, they have actually warned the government that the new, the app that you're on about has like a fatal flaw. It could fail to identify, to find half of those people that are um, infected with the virus. This is because I think the app reportedly ignored other important symptoms on there. 
And I think Grant also touched on this last time, that people who are more vulnerable, like the over 70s, they don't even have a smartphone. How is that going to work? Um, then coming back to your question about being tracked, Mark, I think Grant touched on this really nicely a few weeks ago about AI and how we're already actually being tracked from the yeah. moment we use our card and we go into stores, they know exactly where we are. From our phone, when we use the public Wi-Fi, they know exactly where we are. So this really makes no difference. I mean, yes, I know you're saying that details have been given out, but what details have been given out that people don't already have access to from other platforms? I mean, it, what happened yesterday with the uh, uh, with the airline, where the nine million pieces of data yeah. were hacked? Uh, that was easy, wasn't it? You know, was it easy? yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, we mentioned about it yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. It has, that's correct. It, 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 they've they've really messed up there. Yeah, and there's going to be this all the time because there's hackers out there. Yeah. Who want to get into systems? It doesn't matter how well protected you are. And the only thing you could, you know, the, the one thing that doesn't get hacked easily is an Apple phone. So why don't we go with bloody them? Stop pussyfooting yeah, around. Well, Sorry, Mark, go on. No, I think you're absolutely right, man. But also the fact is, this wasn't this wasn't a hack. This was blatant human error of sending out details rather than BCCing, CCing the information. So what confidence does that give us? If they're not even using technology, as, as Grant has mentioned in the past, like um, AI information, which is automated, which has these extra levels, you've got some human, uh, human being sitting there going, right, there's all your email addresses, 300, I'll send you that critical information. You've then to put that out into the public world. Now, that doesn't call, you know, fill me with confidence. And yes, Maz, I get that the information's out there, but at the same time, my wife has had a card copied twice now and had to have a card cancelled just by ordering a son, which is supposed to be uh, secure, Microsoft gaming apps. And both times it was £150 taken off the card. That's bad. Let's go to our tech our tech entrepreneur, Grant. Yeah. Come on. Go on let's, Grant. Let's, let's clarify this up, Grant. Come on. I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> where do I start with it? I've, I've not got an issue with the app. Um, I don't think it's going to be a fix-all. It's just another tool, isn't it, in in the fight against against the the virus. Um, I've, I've got no real issue with the whole tracking, as Maz pointed out. I've said this several times. Anybody that's got a smartphone, you're being tracked already. Anybody that's on Facebook, it doesn't matter where you know what you what you do these days. People have got your data. Obviously, Mark's got a point about the whole security thing, but that's just common sense. Somebody just made a cock up there, Mark. You know, it's not like it's the best best practice. The GDPR law that came in, you know, a, a couple of years ago, uh, is very strict about the way we share each other's data, and you know, the laws are there to protect us. It's just that you can't, uh, you know, account for people hacking as well as, com you know, human error, which is what all that would have been. Um, so. You know, I don't think that the app is any kind of like magic wand, um, but surely everything's got to got to have a, you know, uh, an effect, an accumulative effect. And again, is it not just another potential placebo? It's another way of reassuring people that we're doing something to, to you know, to get back to some normality. Um, you know, I, I, my, my, my view is that that's not, you know, the fix all. But what do I know? You know, I mean, <laughs> Matt, you don't need, Matt, the, the EasyJet thing that you mentioned, yes. I mean, I don't know if, you, if you're aware, EasyJet do claim that they have a highly sophisticated 
cyber attack system in place. But this attack actually happened, uh, or these email addresses or whatever were taken because card details were taken, the That's last right. digits of your card. That happened back in January. They've only just made it public now. Just oh, really? So, yeah, if you have a look at the Independent and Telegraph, they actually mentioned in there, it's only now that they've started notifying customers whose credit card details were stolen um, back then because they've added they want to warn people of the phishing emails. That's why they've sent out 9 million customers saying that be aware. But, yeah, that was done back in January. It's only been brought into the media now. Into oh, it, happens all, I, I, it happens all the time. I mean, it, oh, the banks are famous for it. And, that, you know, yeah. banks have a huge budget where they effectively, you know, pay off hackers that have broken into their system. Um, you know, I mean, I got I got um, hacked a couple of years ago uh, and somebody ended up spending a load of money on my card. Now, no idea where that came from. You know, certainly wasn't made public knowledge where they'd duplicated my card they spent all the money i think it was in indonesia somewhere and they took um you know a few hundred pounds um and it got blocked on i think the third attempt they got up to about 600 quid and then it got blocked now i've got no idea how my data was stolen where it was taken from it could well have been a big organization that kept the you know kept the wraps on it i'm sure that easyjet have only come out with this now because there was going to be a potential breach where it would yeah. come out anyway so they were yeah. getting ahead of the curve. And that's usually what happens with stuff like this. Um, it's a common fact of it's, 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 it's the way the world is, you know, obviously with the business I'm in, I've had loads of websites hacked for just, just malicious uh, hacking, no real, you know, um, sort of reason behind it. Um, they just do it. And the reason we've migrated to the system that we're on now is because we don't have that happen. Um, but it's a it's a fact of life in our in our business when you're working online um in most instances it's just the way it is i mean it's it, it's very true and i my advice to everybody because i was hacked quite heavily about two years ago um and it, i mean with with you with your credit with your credit cards obviously you're protected by the credit cards uh so that's all good but debit debit card is always a bit of an issue but it takes a long time to get the money back so i actually now all i do is that i have a debit card account and a savings account and i actually only put the money into the debit card when i'm actually going to purchase something so my wife hates it because she thinks she stood there at the, the till when you're transferring the money yeah i know but no one if they hack that card they can't get a cent off me because i always leave that balance at zero and that's why i don't buy any drinks at the uh, big uh, bgn events because <laughs> mark always uh, always holds the events where there's no wi-fi anyway Let's move on. As we were talking about <laughs> holidays, <laughs> that wasn't a gag. I do do that. I do keep everything in a separate account. So uh, you can go in the background. You're fine. The way, Catherine, you can be. So we're going to talk about holidays now, as we were just talking about. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, this is going to be COVID holidays. That's wow. not somewhere to go to get COVID. That's just me <laughs> putting it on time. <laughs> I've now realised how bad that looks. <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> the worst the worst website in the world anyway grant tell us tell us what you want to talk about on this one yeah good so um every, every year you know we go away uh we, we have a summer holiday and a christmas holiday and i do look forward to it. i think as, as a business person it kind of allows me to to work my socks off uh, when i'm not when i'm not on holiday and, and then it justifies me having a good break when i go away 
Um, and we booked up this year to go out at the end of August to go to France the way uh, we, and we've been for the last few years. We drive down right to the, 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 um, uh, the south of France um, and spend a couple of weeks down there. Now, at the moment, I've, I've reserved the holiday um, beginning of the year, well, late last year. So I've got a deposit down on the, on the place that we stop in every year. Um, and as things started to ease, we've had this whole kind of debate. What do we do? Should we book a holiday? Um, so I got in touch with the place that we stop at. And they've said that I haven't got to pay. Normally, I'd have to pay the balance by now. I haven't got to pay the balance that the French government is going to give them some guidance at the end of this month. Um, now, I'm kind of edging my bets here because I'm, what I'm wondering is, What's going to happen? Because you know, two, two, three months away is, is is a long time in 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 the environment that we're in at the moment. Should we be booking holidays right now? Should we be taking that risk? So what I did was, because what I do is I travel down to to the south of France and I stop a couple of times on the way. So I went on to Expedia, who I do book a lot of my holidays with, and I did actually book a couple of uh, hotels on the way down, and it allowed me to make the booking. And they still got their usual 24-hour uh, cancellation. So I can cancel up to 24 hours prior to the booking um, and get my money back. Um, so I'm just putting it out there, guys. I'm taking a bit of a, you know, I'm taking a risk. I've got to book my, my ferry or the, uh, the the tube. Now, I'm thinking if I go over on the, not the tube, on the tunnel. If I go over on the tunnel, I can, I'll be in my car. I'll get on the tunnel, on the train. Social, no problem with social distancing. Um, I know people are still going to back and forwards in France. The borders are still open. In fact, I met somebody the other day who's going backwards and forwards to Switzerland on a fairly regular basis still and has been throughout the, the, the lockdown. So the borders are still open, despite what, what people tend to say. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going to edge my bets and say, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hope that I'm still going to be able to go away at the end of August. But I just wondered what your guys opinion are, are on it. I'll, I'll just jump in first. I'll go on then, Maz. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, I thought the borders were closed. Apparently not. No, not everywhere. Not not to France. Apparently not. Sorry, Matt. No, no, you, you, you. So I was just I was just going to just bring everybody else in that way. I was going to smack my little point uh, that I, I Obviously, I had a, a holiday to uh, America booked for uh, March. So, obviously, that was cancelled. Got the money back from that. British Airways are brilliant. Fantastic there. Uh, I actually rebooked for Iceland in October. So, I'm sort of hedging my bets there. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we took full insurance. So, we'll either get the money back on that or they'll give you vouchers for later on in the year uh, or next year, probably. Um, and I'll, I actually booked in via Airbnb, and which is great because you get that uh you can cancel up to about a, a three weeks beforehand so i think the flexibility is there and it's also good to get money back into the into into that industry uh because they're obviously they're suffering the most and it, it, yeah, it yeah. is terrible um also caravans that uh, obviously i've got a big connections with lots of caravans parks and they've got uh there's sort of this wiggle room where they could be open next month as well which will be great because that you know we can start going across the country again and stay in this country if you're worried about going on holiday stay in this country you know and just do keep your social distancing with your masks and everything but in a caravan mass what do you want to say any more yeah i mean if there's anybody out there that's listening there's a travel agent they're booking flights please please do message me I, I i'm all up for it 
we we are dying to get on a plane with the children so yeah why not and it's like you said we do have to put the money back into to this industry and it's just about you know being safe sensible common sense so that's nice where are you going more deep um mark go on oh he's got yeah sorry I, I was gonna say um have i got a dodgy connection yeah, um, yeah but sure, 15. We'll, we'll hold it against you i'm 50 this year and oh, uh, big plans to do lots of different things and this covid has really stuffed me up is that i it? love the idea <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? Here, Mark, he's breaking up. Mark's breaking up, but he's, all we've heard that Mark oh, is that you're fifty this year, and it's really buggered it up. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, look, what I was trying to say is, um, yeah, I love what Grant's saying, and my wife's frantically looking at different things to book, and I, I keep on hearing about quarantine. If we go out, we're going to be quarantined for two weeks, and I think the government. Uh, I know Spain's opening up now. They want to push, they want to do yep. it safely, but they want to push people to go across to Spain. The, there needs to be some sort of guidance or flexibility, as we say, that we could look at the back end of August. I think I think we've just got to see what's happening over the next few weeks. I, I just feel that everything's getting a little bit better. You know, the, yeah. the rates are all coming down. Uh, they're not making a big thing of it. And I think they don't make a big thing of it because I think the governments are scared of saying something and it's not going together where they want to because they're still, the governments are still looking that, you know, the, the, the next, uh, you know, the voting and all it's, that type of thing, are they going to get back in again for the next general election? So they're protecting their votes a little bit. And so they won't try and, the, and release anything too fast in case we hold it against them. But we shall see. And we shall continue to be with you during this COVID crisis mm -hmm. and beyond, which we're going to talk about in the next few days. But that's it for today because we're all off to the, uh, the BGN Facebook Live Party, which is happening Whoa. at 1 o'clock. Mark? Mark, do you want to tell us who's on there today? Yeah, so we got uh, Jamil Shabir uh, from Bootcamp Media and uh, Richard uh, Quantic uh, from um, Chitso. And they're going to talk about their journeys, where they've been, how they've uh, approached to it all, and really how they can be positive going forward. So my, my, I had to mute my mic there because my dogs are barking because my new trainers are here from Sports Direct. Ooh. Because I've, got, because I've destroyed... Really? Destroyed the trainers. No, no, just from walking. They completely flattened them. Well, right, we so we'll see you over the there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I'm very excited. Um, so we <laughs> we'll see you over on the BGN channel at one o'clock. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow at midday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao.